Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I um I promised myself that I wasn't gonna do a lot more of these post games after Bulls games because it's 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 a lot and Look, we have a fine post game on the score. You can check out golf on NBC Sports Chicago. There's a lot of places that, that you can go for your Bulls content. And I know that I'm not really the, the first place that you necessarily look. You know, I'm branded as a football guy, even though I have done play-by-play for basketball and all sorts of stuff. I, For the most part, when it comes to me analyzing the Bulls, it is me reacting as much like a fan as anything else. And let me just tell you... um. Watching them disintegrate, and I was going to tweet it out. I'm mad at myself that I didn't tweet it out. At the end of the third quarter, I'm sitting there going, I am uncomfortable with this 13-point lead that the Bulls have, which is crazy because even towards the end of the third quarter, you could see the Lakers figuring stuff out. And then it happened. You saw a Bulls defense that doesn't understand what to do on screen roll. If I have to see Zach Levine one more time be caught in between on what to do, that's that's coaching, but it's also, are you aware of what's happening on the floor? Like, as a player, are you are you paying attention to, to what's happening on the floor? I, I'd rather you make the wrong decision than no decision. And... I'm screaming at my TV as the Lakers go on that, what, 16-0 run to get Markinen off the floor. I, I don't understand why he's taking steps backwards now. I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He's got a lot of talent, but there doesn't seem to be I don't know if it's a matter of drive or whatever, but this is supposed to be the centerpiece of your team. And already we have talked about too many games where he's either not playing at the end and you you can understand why not. I mean, if you were watching the last, what, seven minutes of, of the game, you can understand why Jim Boylan has been reluctant. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Jim Boylan. Why he's been reluctant on putting Markinen in the game late. But this, this guy played... The second most minutes of anyone on the Bulls. And he scored seven points and had three rebounds. Let me check to see what Dwight Howard did. Just to just to get the final number. Dwight Howard had six points and six rebounds in seven less minutes coming off the bench. Came in and played his role. If that's what if that's what marketing is gonna be. Fine, but you can't. I'll t- if you want to take the night off on one of those. Like if you're not feeling it, for example, Anthony Davis tonight. You can tell that he was just having one of those nights. But even when he's having one of those nights where he's not shooting the ball particularly well, he still got you 15. Still, on a night when it looked like they might have been better off with him off the floor. He still got you 15 points and seven rebounds. And for Markinen, it's got to be like, like he's got to do that. He's, 
He's got to give you, if he's not going to score, he's got to bang the boards. He's got to defend. And it seems as if if he doesn't get himself going offensively, and I mean particularly scoring, then he's not really engaged in what's going on in the game. And and it's it's an absolute shame. It really, really is. Because it, it you see a guy, it's not like we're talking about a bum. We're not talking about some guy who has to try hard, you know, like that that that's all that they've got in their arsenal. He's a talented player. But what does that say when I want the guy that's billed as the building block for the Bulls to not be on the floor in crunch time? Because he is an unwilling passive defender. And the whole thing is like I'm I Especially now that I have like my my setup at home where I can just like go upstairs and fire off takes and whatever. I'm sitting here trying not to get mad about the about the Bulls. I had a great night leading up to that, watching Watchmen with, with Mel and we're having fun and trying to figure stuff out and, and then I'm watching the, the the end of this Bulls game. I'm watching the third and fourth quarter of this game. Never, ever comfortable, like just knowing, just knowing that they're going to lose this lead, that they're going to to figure out a way and and having the Lakers bench be the people that brought them back in this game. That's the thing that the bench scoring for for them was amazing tonight. The, The fact that they were able to push and push and push. Was phenomenal. And I give them a whole bunch of credit for that because it it, it was these are the, the 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 leads that the Bulls have lost in games so far this year. They 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 had a 19 point lead. Their biggest lead was 19 points against the Lakers. They had an 18 point lead against the Knicks. They've had four double-digit leads they've given away. And I know it's the NBA and and leads kind of come and go. But you're just seeing this happen repeatedly. And there's no end to it in sight. And no one seems to have an answer on how to fix all this stuff. The whole thing is just disgusting. Like, it it just makes you feel bad. Because offensively is another one of those nights where you're like, oh, well, other than the fact that you got 14 out of two of your starters again, with marketing and Zadaransky, you scored 112 points. But when you're the team that averages giving up 112 points a night, that's probably not going to be enough to win games. And it wasn't. And they got destroyed in the second half of this game. They got outscored in the second half, 70 to 47. That's what happened to the Bulls tonight. They, they got absolutely run over in the second half by a Lakers bench that that they gave 17 points to Quinn Cook. Kyle Kuzma came in and, and turned their lights out, even though he didn't even shoot well from three-point range. That's the type of stuff that just you can't have. It's crazy because... LeBron James out here with 30, 10, and 11, and it wasn't the most impressive thing that the Lakers did. The impressive thing was watching 
their second unit go out there and demolish the Bulls' second unit. And while it was happening, you didn't even see. I'm sitting there going, is Jim going to call a timeout? Is is he going to do that? Or is this just going to, he's just going to let it ride and see if they have that toughness? And I understand that he's trying to figure out how to get them have some culture and have some toughness about them and all those other cool things. But they, they don't, they just don't have it, man. And I, I thought that the bulls might be able to get them. Cause you know, Chicago is one of those cities that, that road players love to come into and hang out in. And, and then maybe you can catch them slipping and you can't, you, the, this bulls team couldn't catch them slipping. Cause they their bench was like, nah, we're good. We can run. You got Caruso out there trying to tip dunk on people. Like, like he was Billy Ho from White Men Can't Jump. He's out here trying to tip dunk on people. These cats were down 17 points at the half, and in third quarter, just erupted. And that's how you end up winning six games in a row. And if you're the Bulls, it's how you end up just out here looking for answers and no one has any. It's I don't even know what to tell you. I'm I I don't mean to flood your your timeline or I just know that I just needed to vent. Watching Bulls games right now is giving me <laughs> high blood pressure, man. It's giving me high blood pressure because I want to scream at the television and I'm trying not to do that anymore. But my goodness, just try and guard somebody. Have some awareness of where the game is and what you're doing playing it. And just really, yeah, 13-point lead going to the fourth quarter. You couldn't play them even. It's crazy. Crazy. (sighs) These cats didn't even have LeBron and AD on the floor and went on a 16-0 run. (sighs) I have more tomorrow on the radio show at noon, and I'm going to let my guys talk about some of this stuff. It's... It's a it's bad, man. It's but you knew that. You knew that already. I don't have to tell you that. I just wanted to tell you how I feel. And how I feel is not great after watching that complete nonsense. And now the Bulls fall to two and six. And here come the Hawks. Not the Blackhawks. The, although they're playing right now. I should just go watch them. I'll talk to you later. Bye.